Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is the look ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. As the dogs were barking in the NBA on Wednesday. Let's see if they can do the same here on Thursday. On Wednesday night, we had two double digit dogs winning outright as the Wizards won in Philadelphia against the Sixers, 106-103 as a 10-point dog. And then the Thunder, in overtime, defeated the Mavericks as a 12.5-point dog, 120-114. Other dogs winning outright, the Kings as a 4.5, 5-point underdog, beat the Nets, 112-101. And let me just say this. And it feels like every night I'm bashing the Brooklyn Nets. I'm not anti-Brooklyn Nets at all. I I just don't understand why there's so much love for them in the betting markets. Why are the Brooklyn Nets still the favorite to win the NBA Finals? It's all about conjecture, right? It's all about, well, if they're healthy... When they have the big three playing together, which is only going to happen on the road, unless something drastically changes with Kyrie Irving and there's a different form of the vaccine that he's going to take or the the rules and regulations change, he's only going to play on the road. And I know we haven't seen them, right? Joe Harris is still out. Other players have been banged up. So we haven't seen this Brooklyn Nets team at full strength. And when they are at full strength, yes, They're the best team. Maybe. Right now, they're not even close to the best team in the Eastern Conference. They look terrible, if I'm being honest. I mean, James Harden scored four points here on Wednesday night. They lost to the Sacramento Kings. They've lost six straight games now. And they had a players-only meeting Uh, or he was asked, James Harden was, if the team needed to have a players-only meeting. Harden said, quote, I think we've done too much talking. We've got to go out there and do it and do it consistently. We have times when we're great, and we have times when we're really bad. We've just got to find some consistency through the course of games more times than not. The Nets, a lot of issues this season, not just Kevin Durant being out, 
But losing to the Kings, a team that came into this game having lost seven straight and a team that was 2-12 and over their previous 14 games. The Nets took a nine-point lead after the first quarter. They had an eight-point lead at the half. And they lose the game. <laughs> they lose the game by 11. They got outscored by 19 points in the second half. It's embarrassing. Uh, James Harden said, quote, we just got a lot of different things internally. Lineups, we've had no continuity yet. So it's just one of those things where you got to keep going. There's nothing else to do but keep going, keep pushing forward. Kyrie Irving said, quote, I respect James's opinion. When you're going through a losing streak, not really many people want to be hearing the same thing over and over again. So I definitely feel for him. And I'm sure if you asked a few guys on the team, they would probably feel something similar. But for us, it's just getting closer as a group. The get better jargon that we consistently use, whether it's talking with you guys or in the locker room, it can get mundane. It's just natural for a human being to get tired of that. So game to game, we're feeling like we're coming out with some moral victories if we lose, but we're just tired of that. So I'm definitely on the same boat in terms of that. This team is, they're broken. They're in a bad way right now. And they can't get out of their own way. And it's, it's, it's not just the injuries because, yes, I get it. Arguably the best player in the world. It's not there on the floor for you. But you still have James Harden and on the road, Kyrie Irving. In the NBA, that should be good enough to win games, especially when you're playing against a team that is just two wins in their last 14 games. The Nets have lost six straight games. To the Timberwolves, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Suns, and now the Kings. Their road trip will continue as they will play in um, Utah against the Jazz on Friday. And then they will be in Denver on Sunday. As uh, our very own Adam Burke called it, the altitude double dip. Two games at altitude on Friday and Sunday. And... uh, I don't feel comfortable backing this team in either of those games. Really? Going to look at backing Utah? I mean, backing Brooklyn in Utah? I mean, I understand that, you know, Gobert is out, but this is still a team that is getting contributions from everybody. They're playing good basketball. You know, maybe not as good as they had hoped to be playing this season, but still a formidable team. They're what, 31 and, what's Utah? 31 and 21 on the year? The Nets, 29 and 22, losers of six straight, just three and seven in their last 10 games. 
Yet this team, still the favorite, the odds-on betting favorite to win the NBA Finals. And I just, I don't get it. You're just hoping that Durant comes back and dominates the postseason, which he could. He very well could. He's done it before. He could do it again. And in a seven-game series, when it comes down to it in the playoffs, and it's the Nets against the Bulls, and the Nets are fully healthy, I, I'm, I wouldn't bet against them. But at this number right now, to win the Eastern Conference at plus 130 as the favorite, I don't think they deserve that. The Milwaukee Bucks are your second favorite at plus 320. Now, they haven't had the best season, but they've also been decimated by injuries. And they're another team that is trying to be healthy, trying to get healthy, and should have the same type of speculation that the Brooklyn Nets have, right? I mean, think about it. Everyone's talking about when Durant comes back and Joe Harris and Aldridge is healthy and the Nets are at full strength. But why isn't anybody talking about when the Bucks are at full strength? Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday have all missed time. And Brooke Lopez has been out forever. He's been out all season. Right? He, got, he, he hasn't played since, I guess he hasn't played since the first game of the year. Now, I don't know if he's coming back or if he's not coming back and if there's any setbacks or whatnot, but if they are healthy, the big three plays, we're talking about Giannis, Middleton, and Holiday, and Brooke Lopez comes back, why can't this team go back to the NBA Finals? Why aren't they getting the same type of love? Why aren't they the favorites over the Brooklyn Nets? Chicago still sitting here at 11-1, to 1, which is amazing considering that they, have, they are the number one seed right now if the season ended today. Uh, Miami is at plus 550 to win the Eastern Conference. Philly is plus 800. And if you think that this could be the year that somebody else steps up, the Cleveland Cavaliers plus 3,000. And right now the Cavs are 31 and 21. They're the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference. They've dealt with their own injuries this year. Colin Sexton, Ricky Rubio. You know, maybe it's a year that somebody else steps up. Doesn't usually happen in the NBA. In a seven-game series, the better team usually wins out. But why not the Bulls at, at plus 1,100? Why not the Heat at plus 550 to get to the NBA Finals? Out West, meanwhile, it's a two-team race. It's the Warriors and the Suns. I don't believe in the Lakers. I don't believe in the Jazz. I don't believe in the Clippers. Maybe Memphis at plus 1,200? Uh, let me tell you something about Memphis. They are a fun team to watch. It's alley-oop after alley-oop, and, and this team carries themselves with uh, 
you know, this swagger and they've covered a bunch of games now in a row. And this is a fun, this is a fun team to watch. So maybe look out for them. Plus 1,200 to win the NBA Western Conference. Bulls Magic NBA Finals. You get plus 1,100, plus 1,200. Fun little odds on two fun teams. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll run through the schedule for uh, Thursday and also take a look at where we are in the NHL now that we have hit the All-Star break, if there are any futures that are appealing. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Getting ready to watch the big game? Well, we want to make sure that VEASAN is a part of your plans. On Championship Weekend, we'll have 56 hours of free video coverage on VEASAN.com leading up to our sixth annual live big game betcast. It's the biggest game of the year, so make plans now to join the VEASAN betting experts before, during, and after the action on VEASAN.com. I, uh, my jaw just dropped here. Because... I just saw odds out on DraftKings for just one of the NHL skills competitions. Now, there will be more that will come out eventually, but we have the odds out now for the at least just one event that will occur here on Friday in Vegas. The fastest skater. And Connor McDavid is your favorite at plus 200. McDavid is uh, a three-time winner. He has won three years in a row from 2017 to 2019. And if he wins 
here in Vegas on Friday, he will pass Hall of Famer Mike Gartner for the most wins in the event. Gartner won the event uh, three times, 1990, 1993, and 1996. Um, Matthew Barzal won in 2020, finishing with a record time of 13.175 seconds. McDavid, 13.215. Cole Maker is the second favorite in the event. He is plus 450. And um, Dylan Larkin, who won the event in 2016, he is your third favorite at plus 500. I can't bet against Connor McDavid. And, hey, two to one? Why not? Dude, looking for a record fourth win in the event? Two to one, we'll take it. Uh, I, I can't wait. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we're going to have um, Megan Cheka in studio. She's a hockey analytics expert. Uh, we'll talk a lot about the NHL All-Star festivities, uh, skills competition, uh, which is going to be great. Like, I love betting on the skills competition. And uh, not sure if you can do it everywhere, but there are odds up on the DraftKings Sportsbook right now for the fastest skater. And I'm sure we're going to have odds for some of the other events to occur uh, here over the course of the weekend. So we're definitely going to get into that. Uh, I wanted to take a look at, oh, by the way, speaking of hockey, the Olympics start now in Beijing. And the women's hockey tournament actually begins uh, here Thursday morning. Team USA will be in action at about 8 a.m. Eastern time. They will face off against Sweden. Uh, it's not Sweden, excuse me, Finland. Uh, the U.S. women, the money line is astronomical. Don't worry about that. Minus 4,000. But the puck line, USA minus two and a half goals. It is juiced at minus 155. The total of the game, though, is four and a half, and it is minus 130. If we're being honest, I think the U.S. can get to four and a half to get to five by themselves. They played Finland in 2021. They won that game five to four. So I think the U.S. women could net five in this one. Uh, Two and a half might not be comfortable with the minus 155 on that puck line. uh, But over four and a half goals, I can see the U.S. women scoring four to five goals in uh, this game. Uh, Let's talk about the future odds, though, in the NHL and where we are right now in terms of your standings. So the NHL has hit its all-star break, and as of now, the first half is over, the uh, Florida Panthers have 69 points. That is the most points in the league. Uh, That makes them the favorite, or right now, they are in control of the path to the President's Trophy. Uh, they are 32, 10, and 5. The Colorado Avalanche are 32, 8, and 4. They have 68 points. Then the Lightning, 30, 10, and 6, have 66 points. And the Maple Leafs, 29, 10, and 3, have 61 points. Currently, right now, the Avalanche are the favorite to win the President's Trophy at plus 120. The Panthers are plus 330. And the Maple Leafs are plus 650. As far as the odds to win the conference 
In the Eastern Conference, your favorite is the Florida Panthers at plus 400. The Lightning are your second favorite at plus 425. Then the Maple Leafs are also plus 425. Carolina is plus 650. Penguins plus 750. Bruins plus 900. Right now, the Panthers lead the Atlantic Division 69 points. And the way that the NHL playoffs work out is the top three teams from each division are in the playoffs. And then the next two teams in points are your two wild cards. The wild cards, regardless of division, will play the top teams. So the top division teams. So one wild card team plays the winner of the Atlantic. One wild card team plays the winner of the Metropolitan. And then the other two teams in your division, you play within your division. So if the season ended today, you would have the uh, Boston Bruins as your second wild card going up against the Panthers, the Capitals as your first wild card going up against the Hurricanes. And then it would, this is the Eastern Conference. Then the Lightning would play the Maple Leafs, the Rangers would play the Penguins. The winner of Rangers Penguins plays the winner of Hurricanes Capitals. The winner of Lightning Leafs plays the winner of Panthers and Bruins. And then those two winners play each other conference finals until you get to the Stanley Cup final. So right now, the uh, Panthers are plus 400 to win the East. Lightning and Maple Leafs at plus 425. Um, Yeah, I kind of like all of those. I think the Rangers are dark horses only because of their goaltender. You know, Igor Shesterkin could take over the playoffs. Rangers are 30, 13, and 4. They have 64 points. They're just five points back of the Panthers for the President's Trophy. They're plus 1,100 to win the Eastern Conference. Now, if the season ended now, they would play the Penguins in the first round. Any way you slice it, it's a tough series. But again... With the goaltending edge, you could possibly uh, go with the Rangers. In fact, when it comes down to the playoffs, it's all about goaltending. You, a hot goalie takes you a long way. And the Rangers have the hottest one right now in Igor Shesterkin. Shesterkin is plus 175 to win the Vezina Trophy as the league's top goaltender. Andre Vasilevsky is your second favorite at plus 550. Jack Campbell of Toronto is plus 800 as your third favorite. Um, here's a fun little future bet. Oh, by the way, let's let, let me might as well just go to the Western Conference here. Odds to win the West, Colorado plus 200, Vegas plus 330, Minnesota plus 800, St. Louis plus 1100. Ultimately, it comes down to which team do you think has a chance to beat Colorado? Because Colorado's clearly the best. Now, Vegas could pose a threat. I think Minnesota can be very dangerous. Minnesota has won nine of their last ten games, mind you. Everyone wants to talk about how good Colorado's been and Colorado winning, um, you know, ten straight games before they lost and 15 of 16. The Wild have won nine of their last ten. They're 9-0-1 in their last ten. They've won six straight games. Minnesota's playing really good hockey. They're plus 800 to win the West, and there's a chance. I I think there's, you know, not, they have a chance. 
And if the season ended today, uh, Minnesota would play against Nashville and then go up against Colorado. So it stinks that they would have to play Colorado, but you see what happens. Uh, I think they have as good a chance as anybody. Um, Speaking of fun little future bets that you can do right now, the leading goal scorer right now in the NHL is Chris Kreider of the Rangers with 33 goals. He is at plus 750 to be the top goal scorer in the league. Right now, Austin Matthews is the favorite at plus 250. Austin Matthews has 29 goals on the season. He's four goals behind Chris Kreider. Leon Dreisaitl is at plus 250 also. Now, he is one back of Chris Kreider. He's got 32 goals. And then Ovi has 29. Ovechkin's at plus 275. But you can get Chris Kreider right now, the player who has the most goals in the NHL at the All-Star break, at plus 750. (laughs) You want to talk about value. That's value right there. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all of the betting insights for the big game. And right now, you could sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, and tips from our experts. Visit vsin.com slash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, when it comes to the golf futures betting, uh, our crew is just great at it. Uh, whether it's Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds uh, on long shots or our very own Matt Humans, they have done such a great job of just nailing winners when it comes to these events. And for the last week, for the Farmers Insurance, one of the plays and one of the top plays was Will Zalatoris. I got it here at Circa at 44 to 1, and we sweated that thing out until the very end. Lost in a playoff to Luke List, and when I'm, I barely lost. We needed just one birdie from Zalatoris in the back nine and was unable to get it. And it was a heartbreaker. We had it, and then we lost it. So now taking a look at Pebble Beach, who do we like? Well, I have placed five. I picked five golfers. The five golfers that I have picked uh, coincide with the conversation that we had with um, Matt Newmans earlier this week. I have gone with Jason Day because of how he looked last week at the Farmers Insurance. There was so much talk about how great he looked, and and remember he holed out for that eagle, and he had a chance, and there was all this conversation, and it felt like Jim Nance was just gushing over him, and this could be the, the, the finally he gets a win. He's gone so long before without getting a win. Uh, so Jason Day is a guy that I placed a, a future on. 
Uh, currently up on DraftKings, Jason Day is at 18-1. to 1. The other one I picked was Justin Rose. Justin Rose looked great at Torrey Pines. And he, he um, has finished 12th or better in three of his last four starts. And uh, let's see. He has good past form at Pebble Beach. He was sixth at the AT&T in 2016, third at the U.S. Open in 2019, and he was fifth last week in the field for strokes gained on approach. So Justin Rose, another guy that I think good form and uh, was somebody that I was looking to place a future on, got he at DraftKings right now is 16 to 1. The other golfers, it was a guy that I bet on last week, and that was Maverick McNeely. Maverick McNeely, I bet on him again this week. He is 18 to 1, and that is somebody that our very own Matt Humans is on, Maverick McNeely. So why not? Uh, the other golfer that I placed uh, a bet on is Cameron Tringali. Cameron Tr- oh, Mc- Maverick McNeely is 18 to 1 on DraftKings. Cameron Tringali right now is 22 to 1 on DraftKings. And this is purely based on last week. Because last week watching that Farmers Insurance Open, Tringali finished uh, second at 14 under, and he looked great. He was in that pairing with John Rahm, and while everyone was talking about Rahm, it was really Tringali who uh, shined in that final round. Uh, He birdied 18 to finish at 14 under, but he had a bogey on four, and if he doesn't bogey that hole, he's in the playoff with Zalatoris and Luke List. Uh, Tringali, really good form right now. And so that's, I placed the future on him. And the long shot that I bet on, just, you know, because I wanted to sprinkle in a little long shot here. Shez Hrivi at 100 to 1. He uh, was the runner up in 2018 at Pebble Beach, third at the 2019 U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Third for good drives gained and sixth for strokes gains approached over the last 24 rounds of golf. So this is a guy who is just waiting to uh, break through. So I figured, why not? Let's place a long shot here on Chesrivi and see what happens. Uh, But yeah, the ones that I think most that have probably the best chance to win would be, you know, Rose, Day, uh, Tringale, and um, and Maverick McNeely. Uh, for Tringale, like I said, sixth in the field in strokes gained uh, over the last 50 tracked rounds of courses that are 7,200 yards or less. Tringale, sixth in strokes gains total. Uh, he's coming off three top five finishes in his last five starts. He finished seventh in this event last year. So uh, he's playing well at the right time. Took a shot on Tringali. And, um, you know, as for Rose, you know, big name. Finished third 2019 U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Sixth at the uh, Pro-Am in 2016. And uh, why not? He's gained 5.4 strokes on approach um, over the past couple of rounds. Figured, why not? And for Chez Reeve, just a long shot. Humans is on it. So I figured I'll be on it too. So 
are five futures for Pebble Beach. Jason Day, Justin Rose, Maverick McNeely, Cameron Tringale, Ches Revy. Those are the five. As long as one of them wins, we turn a little bit of profit. Obviously, we're hoping that Ches Revy wins this thing at 100 to 1 would be uh, the nicest payout of them all. Uh, you know, little pizza money on all of these uh, futures. Have some fun and see what happens. And if we win, then pizza for everybody. <laughs> so that's what's going on here this weekend. Uh, it's a big weekend. Pro Bowl weekend, NHL All-Star weekend, Pebble Beach Pro-Am, NBA action throughout the weekend, and we get ready and get closer and closer to kickoff of the Super Bowl. Next week's going to be a very, very busy week as, uh, you know, all the media events go on in Los Angeles and uh, the parties and everything, but try to really get as many uh, guests as we can with great insight to break down the biggest game of the year. And so uh, we'll talk about all of the possible props to bet on and more conversation about the MVP, although I'm pretty locked into my five guys for the MVP. Uh, I'm going with the Rams to win the game, so I'm going to go with the five Rams players to be the MVP, with the longest odds being Leonard Floyd at 150-1. to Just because, why not? You know, he could have the same numbers or he could have the same impact of, on the game that Aaron Donald could have. Now, he's not the ty- he's not the same type of player as Aaron Donald, but I'm just saying, if you're looking at a defensive lineman to win the Super Bowl MVP, you're looking for them to have an impact where they have multiple sacks, maybe a pass deflection, maybe a, a fumble recovery, a scoop and score. And so if that's the case... Yeah, I'm going to put money on Aaron Donald, but I'm also going to put money on Leonard Floyd at 150 to 1. Why not? And then Jalen Ramsey is a guy that at 100 to 1, I'm not, I can't pass that up. If he shuts down Jamar Chase, has an interception, even if it's not a pick six, if it's a pick six, it's even better. And last week, he should have put that game away with an interception of Jimmy Garoppolo. That thing went right off of his shoulder. Uh, I could easily see him getting an interception, shut if he shuts down uh, Jamar Chase, just adds to the story. And if the game turns out to be a game that doesn't feature a massive offensive performance, like a 350-yard game from Matthew Stafford or a 12-catch, 150-yard multi-touchdown performance from Cooper Cup, then why not a guy like Jalen Ramsey? So I'll have the three defensive players, and then the two offensive players I'll have will be Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. No value in Matthew Stafford at even money. Uh, but for a Cooper Cup and for OBJ, it's just going to be which one of them has a monster game. And that would also require Matthew Stafford to be mediocre. If Cup or o- Odell have the games that they had last week, with Stafford being mediocre, then they have a chance. And by mediocre, I mean 275, two touchdowns, one interception. Now, if Stafford throws for 380 and three scores, he's your MVP. But 250, 275, two scores, one pick, sacked a couple of times, and you can give it to the wide receiver that performs. 
Coming up next, we'll go through the NBA slate here for uh, Thursday. Try to pick out some winners on that board. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. On Friday the 11th at 6 p.m., for the big game betting and beers event at the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. Stormy will be joined by our guys in the desert. Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vaccaro, Vinny Maiulo, and for a fun and informative look at betting this year's big game and stories behind the book about all the action that these legends have seen over the years. The event is free for everyone over 21, so stop by the South Point on Friday the 11th at 6 p.m. To get free samples of Bookmaker Blondale, specials on Budweiser, purchase signed copies of Chris Andrews' book, and learn from these bookmaking experts. Scott Seidenberg, back here with you. This is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We got a huge college basketball game on Thursday night. UCLA and Arizona from the McHale Center in Tucson. Arizona, 7.5. Favorites in this game as the Wildcats look for a little bit of revenge as uh, they played UCLA just what last week it was that game was on uh, the 25th and UCLA at home was a three point underdog and they dominated Arizona 75-59. Now Arizona will look to return the favor on their home floor as they get ready to uh, welcome in the Bruins and hopefully come away with a win. It's an important game for uh, both of these teams right now. Both uh, UCLA 16-2, and Arizona 17-2. and UCLA is currently the number one seed in the Pac-12 uh, at 8-1. and Arizona is at 7-1. and 
will improve to eight and one and become the top seed in the Pac-12 with a victory. So uh, that is a huge game here on Thursday night in the um, in college basketball. Uh, other games on your college basketball scoreboard in the top 25. You got USC at Arizona State. USC is a six-point favorite. Gonzaga laying 21 at San Diego. And Ohio State a five-point favorite at home against Iowa. On your NBA schedule, you have the hottest team in the league, the Phoenix Suns. Winners of 11 straight going to Atlanta to face off against the Hawks. And the Suns are just absolutely on a, on a different level right now. They are the second best road team against the spread at 15 and 8 ATS. They are 12 and 6 ATS as a road favorite. They have covered the spread by an average of 6.2 points winning the games by an average margin of 11 points. So, while Atlanta has played better as of late, I'm totally comfortable laying the five points with the Phoenix Suns on the road in Atlanta. Just, again, how good they have been uh, as a road favorite, 12-6, and and just on the road in general, 15-8. and ATS. Uh, also on your NBA uh, calendar, you got uh, the Pistons hosting the Timberwolves. Minnesota is six and a half point favorites on the road. The Raptors laying three at home against the Bulls. Miami three and a half point favorites at San Antonio. The Warriors laying 13 at home against the Kings. And then the Clippers are two and a half point favorites against the Lakers. LA coming off a win here on Wednesday night. Uh, maybe they're playing better, you know, getting a little healthier uh, in this game. They won against the Trailblazers. Anthony Davis had 30 points. Um, so, you know, no LeBron James. Doesn't matter when Anthony Davis is scoring 30 points for you with 15 rebounds. 30 and 15. Pretty darn good. Uh, Russell Westbrook had just nine points, 13 assists. And 10 rebounds, so he misses a triple-double by just one point. He was 3 of 12 from the field. Uh, Mello had 24 points. He also had 8 rebounds as he played 33 minutes. So Mello was essentially, uh, you know, a starter without being a starter. Um, I guess what Stanley Johnson got the start technically, but Mello played 33 minutes in this game. So Anthony Davis was the... The real reason why the Lakers were able to get this win, 30 points and 15 assists um, as to what went down here with the Lakers. So Lakers, maybe, you know, Anthony Davis could dominate this one against the Clippers, even though it's the second out of a back-to-back. Uh, still, you know, not worried, I guess. You know, maybe take the Lakers as a dog, but they, um, the Lakers are the second-worst team against the spread this season. Uh, But LeBron didn't play in this one, and he probably will miss this one against the Clippers as well. He's got uh, irritation in his knee is what it's being called. So um, 
You got uh, both these teams. Like, think about this one now, by the way. Yes, it's the whole L.A. thing. I get it. But just look at the standings in the Western Conference. The Lakers are 25 and 27. The Clippers are 26 and 27. The sixth seed in the West is currently 28 and 23. So while the Clippers and the Lakers are a little bit of ways back, they're not that far back. We're talking about four games or three and a half games. The fight to get out of the play-in tournament (laughs) could be real. Or this could be a preview of one of the playoff play-in games if this is where both of these teams finish as the, um, you know, eight seed and nine seed in the Western Conference. Uh, Other games here on Thursday, or that's pretty much all the games on Thursday. Um, The Warriors and Kings is interesting. I'm looking to fade Sacramento maybe in the first half. They started out really, really poorly against Brooklyn. They fell back uh, nine points after the first quarter. They were down nine. They spent a lot of energy in that fourth quarter trying to come back and win that game, and they did. They came back. They outscored the Nets by 19 points in the second half for just their third win in their last 15 games. This is a team that lost seven straight and was 2-12 and in their last 14 games before beating the Brooklyn Nets in come-from-behind fashion. Now they face off against the Warriors, and I know it's the Warriors are not 100%, but they're still talented enough coming off a couple off days and uh, should be able to handle their business here. Um, the Warriors actually getting their star players had like an extended break because in their win against the Spurs, uh, they didn't, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson didn't play. So now you have those guys coming back fresh for this game. I would expect the Warriors uh, to roll here um, on Thursday night. So they're laying 13, maybe go with a first half line, which is probably going to be around seven or so, uh, would be a way that I would uh, absolutely look to attack this game for the uh, Warriors. But the best play for me is going to be on the Phoenix Suns, laying the five on the road at the Hawks, not worried about it. Phoenix has been great on the road this season. They've won 11 straight. I'm going to keep riding this uh, this bus here until until it stops. Just keep going. Just keep riding this winning streak. I know they'll eventually have to lose, but hopefully it's not on Thursday night in Atlanta. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up this morning on Follow the Money at 8 a.m. Eastern time, Ross Tucker from Westwood One. Uh, will join the program, talk a little football, uh, as uh, they will also be joined at 8.15 by David Thorpe from TrueHoop.com. Uh, former coach David Thorpe will talk a little uh, hoops. And at 9 a.m. Eastern time, our very own Mike Palm, uh, VP uh, here at Circa, uh, will join the program 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's all coming up this morning on Follow the Money. Give me the over four and a half in the U.S. women's hockey game which will begin at 8.10 a.m. Eastern time, USA against Finland. They are two-and-a-half goal favorites with a total of four-and-a-half. USA gets to five by themselves.
in the opening game of the women's hockey tournament of the 2022 Beijing Olympics. And then next week, the men will start. And I'm not banking on the USA to uh, go far, but they should get out of the group. So maybe we'll bet on them as some under, as an underdog in some of the games. But the women, they will be off uh, to the start first this morning at 8.10 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.